Hey, welcome back. This is Apollo Black, and you're listening to Consumed by TV, the podcast that brings you Easter eggs, breakdowns, and hidden gems you might have missed at first glance. Thank you for tuning in again today, guys. I appreciate it. I know it's been a long time since our last recording, our last episode. We are working on them. Um, I, myself, like, of course, you understand, I had a lot of life stuff, so I'm taking care of them. And Jose has been busy with school and work uh, and just life itself but he's mainly just been focusing on getting his last uh, couple of tests done and his degrees done um so he can get his uh bachelor's and so we are back and we're doing a sort of like a bonus special episode uh it will be listed as a special episode we're just doing um i'm here with uh what do you want to be called call me shadow okay I'm here with Shadow, a longtime friend, and we're. I'm going to be discussing and and doing a small little breakdown of the uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever trailer, and giving my my views. And Shadow is here to give his likes and dislikes, and just another opinion to fill in for Jose until um, all the episodes come back up. And um, so we'll just we'll, we'll just begin uh if you watch the trailer emotional powerful and very very well put to give you the idea of where they're headed and the fact that they're going to give us a movie that's going to make us feel okay with what they're showing us in the future or what they're going to present to us a a movie that's going to give us a moment of memory and silence for of course Chadwick Boseman T'Challa who played Black Panther and just the benefit of who will be his not in say in the word successor but who will pick up the mantle of Black Panther and just how the movie's going to be themed um I love it I love the approach I love the way the trailer was made I love the way they they released the trailer um and the music behind the trailer as well just amazing with bob marley's work uh you're going to be okay and then of course with it's going to be all right just it's beautiful um my views and breakdown so far is we can see trailer alone um from what i see it looks like wakanda is going to fall it looks like wakanda is going to be destroyed and with this being the movie that they said ends phase four I feel like the destruction of Wakanda is not just the end. I feel it's a relief. So Wakanda will be destroyed, but it will be rebuilt in a different way in phase five, a new structured way that we can relate to and that it will thematically drive the rest of their story from there on forward. Um, and the reason I say is destroyed because as if you watch the trailer, um, the trailer starts on the shoreline, and by the end of the trailer, Wakanda is completely flooded. So just by thinking theoretically and thinking logically, you can tell by the way they the Easter egg they hidden in that trailer is the flood of Wakanda. Like Wakanda is going to be flooded. Um, I like the introduction of Namor in the trailer. I love the way that we get to see his basically the movie's not it's not his origin story but it kind of will be an origin story we get to see his birth we saw it in the trailer 
Uh, we get to see the rise of his story from his the destruction of his home to the rise of him being king, and also the the aspect of their gods. As you can see, he's in the trailer. He's wearing a huge Aztec or Mayan, um, I want to say costume, but it's not a costume wardrobe that relates to their gods and that i think is kind of marvel's way of saying like we're not going to copy dc and aquaman and we're not going to say that he yes we all know namor is king of atlantis but here it won't precisely be atlantis like the underworld aquaman style it's going to be probably like an old civilization that fell off the face of the earth that was connected to mayan or aztec religion and this land fell beneath and that became what we know in the Marvel MCU as Atlantis, but it's not related to like actual, <clears throat> like the Greek gods or the uh, Roman gods. Greek mainly, Poseidon and them. I'll be getting more, but first I want to hear what Shadow has to say. Any likes or dislikes? Uh, yeah, uh, it, it, it's a lot. Um, I was. I'm on board. I'm on board. That's pretty much the big, big thing I have to say on that. I'm a very, I'm here to watch it, here to enjoy it. Uh, tell me what you're gonna tell me of person for movies, videos, etc. Um, I am with you for the music. I shit, I didn't even know who any of the music was done. I just enjoyed it. Uh, but I'm also, you know, just kind of like. I don't know a lot of like artists by like their sounds per se, but like, yeah, just great, great scores. Um, all the like different stuff for the, what they're gonna put in, like the uh, wardrobes that they chose for it, all that. Um, I'm with you on the, they're trying to make sure that they're distinct, appreciate it. Um, I think the maybe like the one thing I might not like is only for what it is and um i know we we had a before we started we were talking about it it's like it's going to be kind of like a funeral thing it's like we're really all going to be the the official collective mourning of uh the loss for you know bozeman and we all have that and i think that's like the only downside to it because it's like i want to i want to enjoy it i'm going to enjoy it but i'm also still going to be sad and i'm like yeah, of course it's a dislike, but it's not like a major thing. Of course, I'm going to be sad. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's looking looking forward to uh, quite the story it has to tell. Okay, thank you, thank you for your opinion. Appreciate it. I, I appreciate that, and I I, I thank you for agreeing agreeing with me, and I appreciate it. And that's what I like from your likes, of course. But at, yeah, the way again the way he says it the way i said it the, they they structured just this one trailer to introduce you the way the film is going to be portrayed and i love that and if you watch the trailer and we can go scene by scene the first trailer um shows you oh i can't why can't i not remember her name um it's not a koye it is on a friend just not this friend. I am terrible at names. <laughs> oh my god, why can't I remember her name? Nakia, sorry. 
So when you start the trailer, it starts off with Nakia. And she's sitting on the shoreline. And if you watch the shoreline she's sitting on, it doesn't look like they're on the Wakandan shoreline. She looks like she's on a different shoreline. She looks like she's either in a Mayan shoreline, like I said, or Aztec shoreline. Um, and she's sitting on the shore and she's looking out to sea. And she looks like she's worried about something. Like somebody's called her here for a meeting. And she's sitting here. She's waiting for them to show up. Um, then we transition into the queen of Wakanda, T'Challa's mother, coming in. And there she's walking in with her guards behind her. And then the scene cuts to her sitting on her throne in front of the council that is Wakanda. So the water tribe, the border tribe, the mountain tribe. Um, and they're sitting and we don't know what they're discussing because it's the trailer. But the, the, the words played over the transition of the trailer is her words. She's speaking and what she says is what's the most powerful thing in, in the entire trailer that comes together with it. She says... I am the queen of the most powerful country in all the lands. What does that mean to you? I stand here alone, my family gone forever. What more can I give or what more can I show you? And then it cuts to her sitting in, um, I want to say the, the United Nations, like at the end of Black Panther, uh, T'Challa was there and he was like, we're going to open up Wakanda. She's sitting at the main desk and her and her guards, they close their laptops as if they're as if they're putting up um, a protest. Like we're calling out because we need help and you're refusing to help us now. And I'm saying it because yes, I am the queen of the strongest lands and I've opened my borders to you and opened my land to you to help because that's what my son wanted. And now because my son's gone, you won't help us. And that's what I've got out of it. Then we continue. And it shows you a small scene of them doing a ceremonial dance. They're all dressed in white. Um, and you can tell that this scene is the funeral scene. That this is the scene that they're going to give to us. And that's what I appreciated most. Because they could have done any trailer. Just mainly like the, the, the problem. Like beginning. This is the people who are in the movie. This is the problem of the movie. And then at the end of the trailer. Oh my god. Just a random thing. No. This trailer was structured to show you the pain of what happened after his death, the, the story they're going to give us of how he died, the funeral, and everything to come with that turmoil. The, 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 the loss of them losing not only a king, but their power. The loss of them losing um, one of their greatest nations and allies. The power, now the power structure of, now they're introducing Namor, the power structure of another giant civilization who has their own king, that have had feuds with these Wakandans in the in the past, now coming to strike while they're at their weakest. But Wakanda may be at his weakest, but their warriors are never going to stop fighting. So, of course, now there's a war. And now we continue, and we see that um, we get a, a, a visual of Okoye from the... Um, the Oh my god, why I was just talking about this earlier. The 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 group they're called. The Dora Milaje. And then it shows you an overview of Wakanda. And you can see that there's water coming into the city. And then of course they show you the Dora Milaje coming into a like a council room. And they're standing in front of these structures. And in on one of the structures is you can see is like the religious Aztec or Mayan. I'm saying both because I don't know officially which ones it, it is yet. Um, I didn't watch the the panel that Marvel did at Comic-Con. 
to get the actual backstory i, I wasn't going to wait for them to go through the cosplays and all that i just watched the trailer um later i would go in and i will correct myself and fix it and officially uh confirm which it is but we can see that they it's like the 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 room that they're in at the um the Dora Milaje are protecting or guarding is a room is like a, a room of codex or a room of knowledge this room has all the history between the uh, uh the Atlanteans and the Wakandans and maybe even of more because if you look at one of the panels in the background that's actually cut out of frame it looks like the tree of Idrisil so does what do the Wakandans have knowledge of like ancient Asgard as well and you I those, those are Easter eggs we're gonna find out when the movie comes out so then we transition next and they show you the queen standing on the shoreline but this is the shoreline of Wakanda and you can tell that because behind her is all the forest and the trees um as to where before in the first scene it was um like pyramids made out of clay or a cat not actual pyramids I guess you can call them pyramids but they're not the pyramids in Egypt like the pyramids like I said of uh, Mayan or Aztec um uh, base um then we see a scene of sherry crying and this is where it kind of threw me off because the queen says my family is gone my entire family does that mean jury left because her brother died like she didn't want to be there no more she didn't have nothing worth to give or was she exiled because she maybe tried to stand up to the throne and said i'll become the next king or the next black panther and they maybe told her no, that it maybe had to be a, a, the, the role of a man. But if you read the comic books and you know a little more history about it, you know that in one of the comic books, one of the issues, Shuri is Black Panther. She takes over the mantle after uh, T'Challa dies. So we see her crying in this um, uh, grass of wheat or uh, a field of wheat or field of uh, hay, maybe. And she's crying. And then we see the scene of the birth of namor and they're underwater and they're introducing namor now and if you don't know who namor is marvel wise namor is the king of atlantis and the first actual mutant of marvel ever he was the first one to be categorized as a mutant um are they going to go that way are they going to explain to us that he's a mutant mm, we don't know we don't we do know that if you watch miss marvel's spoiler warnings because this podcast is about spoilers. You're warned on episode one and every episode after that. Spoiler warnings now if you don't want to hear it. If you haven't watched Ms. Marvel, go back watch Ms. Marvel and then come back to the, this episode or this special bonus um, breakdown discussion. Um, at the end of Ms. Marvel's the last episode, they say that Kam uh, Kamala has a mutation. And then they play the X-Men 95 or 97 theme song behind it, which clearly connects that now instead of being an inhuman she is a mutant so she is now a mutant in the mcu and not following the comic books <clears throat> so will they continue continue that and say that namor is a mutant wait i hope to find out and if it is then yes he will be the first mutant and we will get that story eventually <clears throat> but namor king of atlantis has problems with wakanda because in the comic books if i am correct if i'm re re reciting the right issue the first king of Atlantis went to go to war with Wakanda and they lost and his father was killed in battle. He then took the mantle because he watched his entire civilization fall to Wakanda 
And from then forward, he said that he would always come back and he will take, like, he will kill the king of Wakanda and take their land. And Atlantis will always be the one above. Um, but then there's a side story to that. If you read the comic books, you know there's a villain to Namor as well, because even though Namor is sort of like a villain to Wakanda, he is sort of like an anti-hero. He is a hero. He is part of the Illuminati in some of the issues, some of the runs, along with Iron Man, uh, Professor Xavier, Doctor Strange, uh, Black Bolt, and um, Black Panther. But he wasn't in the Illuminati in what we saw of Multiverse of Madness. So is will he be officially a bad guy i don't know because if you read the story the comic books there is another bad guy attached to namor his name is atuma and atuma is an ancient race of atlanteans that were outcast because of their barbaric ways and the way of life and atuma was born out of what they call a prophecy uh before his birth one of the sages of that race said that one day there will be a, a one of our race that is born of Atlantean race as well, and he will rise. He will kill the king of Atlantis, and he will bring us back to where we rightfully rule. When Atuma was born, his mother died during birth, and the doctor or the person that uh, received Atuma saw this as the beginning of a prophecy. And when Atuma was very young and in class doing his like training for fighting, he was able to kill his commanding officer and the rest of his classmates. And they saw that as a sign of prophecy, the greatest warrior. So they made him a great warrior and he went to war against Atlantis and he destroyed most of Atlantis and Namor went running to Wakanda to ask for backup. Now, the trailer shows you Atlantis attacking Wakanda. But because we get the introduction of Namor and they introduced the, and said for a fact that Atuma will be in the movie as well, even though he's not in the trailer, my only assumption to my first Easter egg theory is uh, Atuma will set up a bad rivalry and break the bonds that is literally the last bonds they have between Atlantis and Wakanda. Atlantis will see this as a threat and because Wakanda is at his weakest point, he will then attack, leaving Atlantis at its weak point because its king is no longer sitting on the throne to protect its civilization. Atuma will then destroy Atlantis, flooding Wakanda, and Namor will have nothing more to do but then to run to the new Black Panther, Shuri, and ask for help to save both their lands. Now, I'm only saying this because one, boom, it's straight out of the comic book. But two, if they're introducing Atuma to the story, then it lets you know that either Atuma is either the right-hand man to Namor, or they're going to go with a little prophecy story, and Atuma is the big bad of the movie. Namor is just the first bad guy who turns good, giving us the anti-hero we need to join the Avengers in the future, and be the bonds that strengthen between Wakanda. Now, that's just my theory. When I see another trailer, hopefully... In the next month or so, uh, if they go with their category, because the movie is set to release on November 11th. Um, so maybe in a month, a month and a half, if they release their next trailer, I can give you more an adapt breakdown of it. But from what I see so far, that is what I get. And the ending of the trailer ends with a half cut um, bottom shot footage of the new Black Panther in the Black Panther 
in not just any pose, but Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa pose, where he strikes down and puts his paw, uh, his hands outwards and extends his uh, his claws. And I just have to know that or say that that is Yuri. If they put somebody else in that outfit with that stance, I'll be a little upset, but I understand where they're going. But to to mimic that stance identically for that scene that they're showing you the Black Panther, it lets me know that they're putting Shuri just in the comic book as the next Black Panther. So that is my small breakdown of the trailer. I would do a, a in-depth breakdown at another point and release it as well. Now, for the dislikes and commentary and just general talk of Wakanda Forever. Shadow. That was, that was great. That was, that was just fun to Thank you. to. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I hope I didn't bother you. Uh, no, no, it was, it's definitely, it, it, it's, it's refreshing. Um, so for whoever may, you know, see this one, I am uh, hoping to be a part of this more often. Um, but for now, I'm just a chat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, it, it's just, it, it's so refreshing to have, uh, like someone who's really like, puts the thought into what they see has the background knowledge um as well and just to like put it all together because shit I, the shit you said i had no idea about and i'm just like oh oh okay cool I'm, I'm up here like a kid in candy store being like oh so that's what that's about okay i wonder where they're going with that um exactly so you know just just giddy life over here so thanks for that um I, I guess just for the sake of discussion, um, the only like, not necessarily a dislike, it would be more of a concern for me and uh, from a, like a film perspective. I'm, I'm hoping it's not too busy. Like there's not too much going on that like while they're trying to like cover the story of what their, what their ultimate story is. Um, and that like kind of detracts from anything. That's the only real thing I'm worried about because that trailer had a lot going on. I agree. Like, you had the, um, you know, the, the UN thing or what, I'm pretty sure that's the UN. You seem pretty spot on on that one. I, I don't see where else that could be um, or something of the sort of that kind of like legislative body. Um, that whole bit, that alone has its own thing that it could tell like what's going on with how they got up to that what they were actually discussing and to them all just going like all right that's it like like you said they're like she's she's reaching out for help as the queen of wakanda mm -hmm. and like beach this is the person that you you look to for guidance like for the whole nation and the outside world has just been, you know, dealing with like an append for all intents and purposes, an appendage of her and being Black Panther. And then, like you said, it's like, it seems like now that he's gone, they don't want, like, no one wants to help because it's like, oh, well, that was our tie to you. Hands off, we're done. Yeah, um, exactly. Which happens. <laughs> yep. Um, and, and so that, and then uh all of the stuff that they had like the different scenes with the Atlanteans and Neymar and all of them again a lot going on so that's my only fear for this is that it's 
too busy and something that needs a little bit more time doesn't get the time it needs um that's just kind of you know symptom of production something's gotta give i agree um, i'm gonna have long ass things like cloud atlas <laughs> i agree i agree with you 100 but i can also say this as someone who watches a lot of trailers we can always go with the first assumption that some of these scenes are faked the way marvel has always portrayed to us and some of the scenes that are in the movie are just are in the trailer are just there to buffer the actual story of the movie so like i said until i see another official trailer i can't tell you what's determined or not determined but like he said yes i agree i it looks like the trailer is trying to fit a lot of at least three stories into this one movie that you have the fall of wakanda them asking for help the rise of a new the rise of a new black panther the memorial and death of t'challa and of course um the atlanteans but then if you go like i said comic book wise there's a fifth side story there if atlantis is who or namor is who he is then the, you have the atoma story and if you're trying to fit all five of these stories at once into this sh movie it, it at least has to be a two-hour run movie one for a fact and two each arc has to have its beginning and closure before you go on to the next transition you can't just be like okay we're, we're here at the un the un and now we got this small minute argument between all the councils and wakanda and then it cuts and now we're at the fight of atlantis and name or atlantis and wakanda what happened to the rest of that what are we missing now and that's where i agree with him it if they try to fit too much story at once the movie could sort of go in the wrong direction from what they're trying to portray to us like he said in the uh in the panel a small preview uh we're trying to give you the story uh an ending to a new beginning so even though the story ends phase four and ends the story of t'challa chadwick boseman black panther it is the beginning of something new a new wakanda a new structure a new black panther but somebody who is not going to disgrace or throw away your opinion of the mantle of black panther because we chose this person etc so i like that i love it i hate the or i don't hate it i just dislike like i said they're trying to if they do fit too much in then it can go in the wrong direction from what they're trying to portray and if they go in the right direction and all the stories have their beginning and end to their arc then the movie is going to be a number one it will probably be uh thor love and thunder spider-man no way home and multiverse of madness all in one thank you guys for so much for tuning in this has been consumed by tv again the podcast that brings you easter eggs breakdown and hidden gems you might have missed at first glance i am your host apollo black with my guest shadow and we will see you in the next one bye <laughs>